All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of HP Critical. It's a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I am Jarrell, and I am joined by Brandon. Hello. Hello, everyone. And Christy. Everybody. And Gabe. Hola. Who's not going to get a special hello anymore because he's been back already. Uh, when Chris uh, Kelly comes back, um, it'll be it'll be a party. Um, oh, no. All right. Anyway, so let's <laughs> let's go ahead and we have a lot of news to cover. Very very little time because you know we're starting a little bit late today. Um, so I'll start with um, how is everyone doing? Good, bad, in between. Uh, very good. Thank you. The the last the last weekend was uh, I was at a wedding. My one of my good friends' wedding. I was the best man. This 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 new addition to my plush collection, Ice Luigi. We got it from when we were doing arcade for like the day before. So that's why I wanted to like show him off. But no, it was it was a very fun event. Very cool. I'm very relaxed. It's back to work, so that's always a sad thing. But hey, it was a good. It was a good. It was a good <laughs> six days off, and it was it was nice. Damn. Speaking of six weddings, days. what that's six amazing. days? Yeah, that's yeah, super six nice. Days. Look. <laughs> Speaking of weddings, I recently accepted. Are you getting uh, married? The... No. Oh, yeah, you got to watch no. the movie for that. You got to watch. You started out speaking about weddings. No, I accepted. Accepted. You're getting married. I am not getting married. If I were, you would all know. Um, speaking of weddings, I am going to be officiating a wedding. Officiating? Oh my god, that's Ooh, awesome! Yeah. I, will, I can now say it because everyone has already gotten their positions. I will be officiating a wedding uh, next year, and I'm super excited. Um, I'm very nervous, but I'm super excited, and maybe I'll share some of me officiating on uh, HB Critical if I'm allowed to. Um, Yay! Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. And if you want me to officiate your wedding, just reach out to me on Twitter. I won't do it. You won't. But, 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 but if you want to try, but you I'll can, feel you special when you reach Jit out Rell. to me. I mean, you know what? It depends. I I might just do it. You know, if I'm free that day and you really want me to come marry you and your partner, I mean, let's let's make it work. Um, so. I remember last week I started the episode with uh, Blizzard and me being annoyed by Blizzard. Well, um, <laughs> right after this, Blizzard uh, had removed the controversial SMS protect system from Overwatch 2, but only for players who had played Overwatch 1. So uh, they removed the, the issue about, you know, having to, to uh, verify it via phone. If you played Overwatch 1, if you were new to Overwatch 2, you would still have to uh, verify a phone number to be able to play. Um, they had a bunch of server issues. They've been fixed. The account merges have been fixed. And um, to uh, apologize to everyone, they're giving a legendary skin out because... Oh, and they're doing like double XP for the weekend or something. Um, so that's that with Blizzard. Um, you know, some people... I, I don't know whether some people feel like it's enough or whether it's not enough or whatever. Um, any quick comments on Blizzard trying, I guess? Um, I just think it's funny Call of Duty is going to do it. Mm, that's where I was going next. And they're actually. the same company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good effort. You can just use that as a segue, honestly, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. So uh, after the Call of Duty controversy, call, uh, I'm sorry, the Overwatch controversy, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two will require players to provide a valid phone number to play. I feel like they haven't learned their lesson. Certainly not. <laughs> you would think. Um, I mean, we'll we'll wait to see how this works out um, because. Uh, 
Call of Duty's big, right? And um, I don't know if there's going to be a workaround so that it's not the same. I don't know if they're going to continue with this, especially with their you know situation with attempting to be acquired by Microsoft at the same time that all of this bad stuff, is, bad press is happening. Um, I guess we'll see. <laughs> like I have nothing we to say. We shall see. Except for good luck, I guess. Um, good luck. Deal. Say again. Good I'm luck. sorry, Chrissy. I can't hear you. Oh. I was going to say that Microsoft are probably like re looking at their deal saying this might not have been the greatest deal ever. <laughs> Ripperino! And it, you know, it's such a weird place because Overwatch 2 is so popular right now. Like, it is a very, very popular game. A, a hundred thousand mm-hmm. people watching it on Twitch daily at this point. Like, it's it's really, really huge. So it's, a, it's like a weird caveat of like, we really, really want this. These people are great. And damn they suck <laughs> it's like which one do you do what are you going yeah exactly there's lots of baggage that's that ha- baggage oh that's so get, cute so for anyone who's listening yeah for anyone who's listening christy has this adorable mimikyu uh plush and it has a gengar bag it's like a, a halloween mimikyu that has a little gengar um candy bag um, so speaking of Call of Duty and Xbox, uh, Sony's requirements to allow Microsoft to acquire Activision include, for Call of Duty for Xbox specifically, no extra content that is not available on, on PlayStation, no hardware enhancements better than the PlayStations, and no Xbox Game Pass benefits. That is what Sony is looking for. I'll read you guys the actual statement here. Um, third-party views also covered the merged entity's ability to engage in partial foreclosure strategies. Uh SIE told the CMA that even if Call of Duty games remained available on PlayStation following the merger, the merged entity would still be able to engage in partial foreclosure by increasing the differentiation between the versions of Call of Duty available on Xbox and on PlayStation. According to SIE, gamers may expect that Call of Duty on Xbox will include extra content and enhanced interoperability with the console hardware in addition to any benefits from membership in the Xbox Game Pass. SIE submitted that these factors are likely to influence gamers' choice of console. Essentially, what I said, you know, um, they they are worried that uh, there's going to be, they think that players are going to think that there's going to be additional benefits in Xbox Game Pass, that um, console stuff is going to be better on Xbox, and they're going to get extra and enhanced content, and they don't want that to happen. That is a part of um, what they submitted as to why they think the merger should not go through or why they have an issue with it. What do you guys think about this? This feels kind of like um, a part two to the story we talked about a few weeks ago in regards to um, Sony not being the biggest fan of this merger. And honestly, a lot of my thoughts from that discussion is pretty much the same here. It's just now we have more details about how they're laying out the deal itself. So, I don't understand. Do you think that Sony is a crybaby? I think that's what you said last time, something similar? Uh, not necessarily a crybaby, but that they're definitely salty about everything, and for good reason. Ah, salty but, was the word. Salty was the word I used, yes. Yeah, and for good reason, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my stance on it. <laughs> Christy, what do you think? Thing is that I think Call of Duty they have some pay- PlayStation exclusive skins or something, right? Mm-hmm. They have like uh, they get content first. I don't know if it's completely exclusive, but I do know it comes to PlayStation first. 
They might have, um, like, an exclusive map for, like, a, a time period, I believe. Like, it's timed exclusivity. So I feel like that them filing that is just... They really don't have that much legs to stand on with mm -hmm. that reasoning, with that logic, by saying, oh, you... Uh, Microsoft can't have exclusive content when the PlayStation has, they have gotten exclusive content prior. Yep. Um, I think it would be better phrased as being like locked exclusive, whereas it won't be locked to Microsoft. As long as it's timed exclusive, they'll be fine. Um, but for the most part with them phrasing it like that, I'm like, mm, you don't have that much grounds to stand on at this point uh i will say that last time i was on playstation side but this time i've changed my mind because i do that a lot um only because if i was playing bill if i was paying billions of dollars for <laughs> activision blizzard and y'all told me i couldn't put it on game pass i would say fuck you because i don't care because i just spent a lot of money um yeah that's my only stance on that <laughs> What about you, Gabe? Well, my only thing is a lot less professional than the three of you. Call of Duty is not a good enough game for the fans to be swayed by where it goes. That's all I incorrect. want. Incorrect. 100% incorrect. You no, might feel that way. No, no. That's how I feel. It's okay. my opinion. Call of Duty is not that good of a game. And also, okay. technically, I'm right. Just because a lot of people play it doesn't mean it's a good game. We've been over this before various times. It's not but, about being but, a but, 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 Oh, shit. Oh, you good? No, I just I just realized okay. that when I have the desk all the way up, everything wiggles a little bit more than it's supposed to, and I don't want that to fall. Oh no! But yeah, that's. that's yeah, I that's, could make a wiglet joke, but we're there. Please uh, don't. We've had I'm I've had enough of those. <laughs> I've had I'm enough of those. Yeah, that's all well, I have to say about that. I don't have an actual professional to. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. yeah, I I mean you're not I I don't technically disagree with you, but you know like. Call of Duty has been a console seller, so yeah, it shouldn't be though. You people need better not you games. People. Oh my god, you Call of Duty people. stinkers! I say Bro. like I don't play the game every week. Wow! So uh, Final Fantasy: The Winter Soldier. I think that's what it was called. Uh, the, the first soldier. soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, the first soldier. My bad. What's that? Is that what's that? It's like Marvel, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they should totally make a Final Fantasy the Winter Soldier and just like smash yeah. it with Marvel. Fuck it, why not? And do like a Kingdom Hearts, uh, I, I Kingdom would, Hearts mashup. Of... Let, put put Zach and Bucky on adventures. I'd watch that or or play that if that's <laughs> a game. Um, yeah. So Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, has officially announced that they will be ending service for Final Fantasy. Um, uh, Square Enix, excuse me, has officially announced that they'll be ending service for Final Fantasy VII, the first soldier, on January 11, twenty twenty-three. This game was out for about a year. That's the Riding battle royale game, right? That is the yeah. battle royale mobile that a lot of people enjoyed. Um, but it was stuck to mobile, and uh, outside of the niche group of players it did not pick up and um the reason i brought this up is not because it's you know a mobile game that is shut down within a year that had really good reviews as well but a lot of the comments i had seen were that damn square maybe you should stop putting things on mobile and bring them over to switch or playstation so more people can play it and it could actually have a life and it can survive and it can get the attention that it deserves 
Um, and I brought that up because I want you guys' opinions on that. A lot of people are saying that Square Enix keeps doing these mobile pushes instead of giving people what they want. For example, the uh, Pixel oh, remaster that a lot of people were waiting for that are literally only on PC. You can't play them anywhere else. Um, the the First Soldier, another one that people were hoping would come to uh, consoles that is uh, exclusively on mobile. It clearly isn't working for them. Uh, how do you guys feel about this? Um, as someone who... I'm not going to say recently, but as someone who likes to play a specific Square title, uh, in this case, Dragon Quest, um, I agree. Because they had, for the longest time, they had Dragon Quest 1 through... I don't... I, I can't remember which Dragon Quest numbers it was, but they had it only on mobile. And it's like, I don't want to buy a Dragon Quest game. I don't want to buy a JRPG on mobile. Like, I want to play it on on a console and before anyone says oh well you know it, it was it's the older dragon quest game so it doesn't need that much graphic that's not the point because i did try playing final fantasy one and two on mobile as well and it's like it just doesn't do it for me like i need a controller in my hand and i want it on the big screen so i can completely agree with that maybe square needs to stop locking everything to one thing and let it breathe You okay there, Jarrell? Yeah, what's wrong with you? I'm sorry. When you said it doesn't do it for me, I was gonna make another winglet joke, and they're just in okay, my head. I'm getting off. Good night, everybody. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome to the winglet. Winglet just doesn't do it for me. It's like the worst Pokemon ever invented. Sorry. Um, can, uh, Chrissy or Brandon, anything you want to share? Sure. Chrissy, um, your camera. I'm sorry. Hold on, Chrissy. Your camera is so nice. What? Yeah, it's very clear. So nice. Like it's it so clear, clear right now. Like you, like it is literally the clearest oh camera of all of us. No, no, no! You I'm look like great. Not wearing, I'm like not wearing enough makeup at all. So please, you, great. Um... you have like, the best camera, and I am going. I can't wait until I get that little iPhone update so I can use my iPhone camera instead of my uh, built-in computer camera, and I will too look better. But I'm sorry. Who this is my better? iPad Pro. It looks so good. It does look good. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, I will chime in as someone that actually has played the first soldier. Um, no, I, I agree with that niche audience that was playing it. It is a very good game. But to Gabe's point, because I, I very much agree, I didn't want to play it on mobile. Like, I was just... Like, it was a good game that was, in my opinion, not the best optimized controls for mobile. And then and, and to their to their small credit, they were even advertising like, hey, this game is uh, compatible with those um, peripheral controllers that you can put with your mobile device so you can actually have like actual like uh, controls to work with this game. But, and I feel like a lot of people have probably also felt this way, I couldn't justify the purchase of just like one of those things just to play one game. And certainly not on the mobile device. Like it, like you said, Jarrell, that is a that is a game that I would have preferred to play literally anywhere with an actual controller built in, like the Switch or the PlayStation. Yeah, either one, either one of those. And I just, I think the game just didn't perform well because just that that sentiment was just shared by so many people that they liked the concept of this game, but they just didn't want it to be on mobile. And I think. It's a it's a hard lesson for Square to learn that just because like mobile obviously everyone has a smartphone these days and people like to play certain games on their smartphones just because that is those are two true facts doesn't mean that necessarily every game that is going to be mobile exclusive will do well even if it's something that is a part of a franchise people like because people just sometimes just don't want to play those games on those certain platforms or you know 
So in this case, unfortunately, it's 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 really a shame because I really felt like the first soldier just had potential. Like if that was on PlayStation, I'd be trying to like get a party together like maybe once a week to go um wins get some Victory Royale's Final Fantasy edition. You know, throw myself. They've had they had some cool costumes over the years that I was like yeah, yeah I would glance on. But uh <sighs> hopefully Square learns from this. this. Is- but I, they, pro- they probably won't because this is square. <laughs> this is the same way I feel about that, uh, like, definitive Final Fantasy VII mobile title that's coming out that I can't think of the name of. Um, the one where they, like, they take you through all the games. Oh, Ever Crisis. I'm sorry. Oh. There we go. Yeah. So- like, Ever Crisis is made for Switch. Why the fuck is it only coming to mobile? That is the dumbest decision. I Nobody's going to want to... I mean, people will play it, obviously, on mobile. But I feel like it's going to come into the same issue that Gabe had. Like, why would you... First of all, it's beautiful art style. The fact that they're putting lots of FF7... Um, remake animations in there and uh, fixing the battling so it's not like you know just old old school turn-based uh they're really beefing this thing up and they're giving you the definitive like ff7 story that a lot of people wanted like for people who didn't want the remake you now get what you've been asking for like an actual remake of the original story and uh it's tied to mobile like why would you do that this game is made for switch and steam deck (laughs) i do want to say something about that because first off i want to preface i'm saying i 100 agree with you however i think that as much as i would as much as i would rather play ever crisis on console i think a large part of whether i think that game will overall do better just for me personally and hopefully overall is how well it controls on mobile because with first soldier like playing that game like as good as it was like i feel like it just really wasn't optimized for mobile and i'd almost felt like you had to get one of those controlled peripherals just like really be good at it um wherever crisis depending on how well they optimize it for mobile could at least control and the reason why i say that is because i as i've mentioned on this podcast a few times i've been really get i've really gotten into um uh, Octopath Travel Champions of the Continent, and those controls are tailored for mobile. Like you tap to go left. The maps are themselves are even designed so you can just do simple left, right directions. And then the battles is just turn based. You just click a button. So I, I personally like. Obviously, I would prefer to play that anywhere else. But for mobile, I'm it's inoffensive to me. Is what is what I'd say. And if Ever Christ ends up being inoffensive, then sh- whatever, I'll play it. But I definitely would prefer to play it elsewhere, and so would many others. So Brandon, yes, you don't have a you don't have this problem where when you're playing I'm gonna make this real quick because this is totally off topic a little bit, but you don't have the problem when you're playing uh, Champions of the Continent when you're trying to close the game, and it just like moves your character. No, that doesn't happen to me. How do you close your game? You I, swipe up. I hit party and then close the game. That's it. No, and I, what do you car- mean? You don't swipe up? No, I don't swipe up. I just hit party and just close the game. <laughs> There's an option to close oh. the game in the party menu? No, I just close, I just like- How do you close the application? How do you close the application? Oh, I, I swipe up after hitting the home button. Oh, so it's already closed when you swipe up? Correct, yes. Okay, well, anybody who, you were, I, I'm not alone here because I know someone else who swipes up and then it just makes your people walk and I'm like, stop, I'm it's trying so to annoying. walk. That, that's why I go to party. Thank for, you, okay. Christy understands. That, hold on, that's why I go to party first because that does happen. Like, if you're just trying to close the game raw, then yeah, you'll move up. But like, if you hit party first, then you're in the menu. So you don't have to worry about your characters moving. You can just close the game. You know what else is raw? What else is raw? Wiglet. <laughs> I am going to make Wiggly jokes all night, guys. 
I literally don't understand. I need, I need, I need Wiglet to have something to do with this. I need Wiglet to be somewhere involved with the title of this podcast when it goes live. (laughs) Oh, but, but what I was actually going to say is I don't understand the argument that you just made because if it were optimized for mobile, Uh I still want people to have the option to play it elsewhere. I don't disagree. That's not what I I didn't say. I didn't that's say what I, that, I I I'm not saying you disagreed. I'm just saying like I don't understand. I I don't understand your point because you said that you hoped that it was optimized for mobile. I mean, so did I, but I also want to see it elsewhere. Yeah. So I don't But the don't, like, there's I, I'm just cafe mix. It's on the smartphones and it's on Switch. And yes. And like, I have a big that. and I have a big problem with the Switch port of Cafe Remix because you can only play it yeah, handheld. <laughs> Yeah, you tell him. Fuck that shit. Like, like, the, like, I, like, I, like, I, I downloaded Cafe Remix on Switch. Like, this is shit. <laughs> I'd rather play this on mobile. <laughs> so it's optimized for mobile. It was it's also awesome. available for people. But, it, but it's available for yeah. Sure. Uh, oh, make so, it available. That's fine. Just. So like it one little more down. thing I want to add about this is like because Brandon brought this up when he was talking the first piece about this. This is completely random, but like. I think a good way to have done it is especially since it's a battle royale game is definitely it definitely feels like you know put it out on console first and then move it to mobile because like right that's that's how everyone else did it. that's how fortnite did it PUBG did it um so it's like i guess for certain genres you can try that out but like something like this I, to me if i was in square the no-brainer would have been like yeah let's put this bitch on console first before it goes out on phone but but, but that's your problem is that it's square this just goes down in exactly. history as part of one of square's horrible decision making mm-hmm. but they out here making nft cards for no reason and i read that shit and it was the dumbest shit i've ever seen because it literally says that if you can't like if your internet's down you can't access the thing and like it expires or some shit and i was like why would i pay for whatever it's I dumb what's not dumb what's what is it, what is not dumb <laughs> wait <Wiggly? laughs> That's right, Wiggly well, is not I mean, dumb. What else is Wiggly dumb? It is dumb. Well, what's possibly dumb, I don't know yet because I haven't seen it. Overwatch has apparently teased some, um, Overwatch 2, excuse me, has par- apparently teased some no, McDonald's crossover. <laughs> no, a McDonald's crossover. Ronald McDonald? Hell Who yeah! Ronald McDonald's for Overwatch what 2, let's go! That was gonna be my quick I mean, question. What do you guys think I mean, this? Overwatch 2 has been acting like a clown. If you... <laughs> Just the other, just yesterday, they removed Bastion and I think Torbjorn because it's given it's if you pick if you use them in the Bastion. game it gives bugs. Oh, I call him Bastion because it's a little joke me and my cousin make Bastion. It's supposed to be French. The um, cousin that allowed me to not play with you yesterday. Yeah, um, that was two days ago. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, like before you start doing these events and crossovers, fix your game. Can we get? Can it's we get a? Can, can we get a? Can we get a shake as like a power up or like some some double extra fries? I'm sure it's taunt, just gonna be some taunt, Overwatch toys. A taunt has to be. Sorry, the ice cream machine is broken. Wow. Yes. yes. L Fanning if, is gonna be in the new Hideo Kojima game. L. Say that again. I'm not familiar with L the, 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 oh. the performer. Dakota Fanning's little sister. Oh, you? No, you, I've heard of Dakota some... Fanning, but I haven't heard of L Fanning. Yeah. What? What, what, is what, have, what have they done? What, this what, what, girl what? has been in movies. Okay. What wow, movies? that's so specific. Thanks, Jerome. <laughs> Although 
because like I I know that she's been in movies that I'm sure I've seen. Uh, Maleficent, um, uh, who's Maleficent playing? the sequel. Who does she play? Uh, the she... girl. Beth, like she's uh, the no, girl. Aurora. Yes. Okay. She was in Super Eight. Um, she was one. in Teen Super Spirit, was Mary great. Shelley, Daddy Daycare. She been in some stuff. I've only seen same Maleficent. Same. I've, and I, I've only seen all those movies. Same name, I've only seen Maleficent. Say her name again. Uh, how do you spell that? E L L E. E L L E. Okay, whatever. I mean, I mean, she was good. She was good at Maleficent, so great. Oh my god. Okay. I've never seen this bitch in my life. Oh my god. Okay, so Nintendo has announced the next Splatfest, which is going to be uh, uh, what? I'm going to send it to you guys in the chat. It's funny. Oh dear. Okay. Oh no. Uh, Grass type, fire type, and water type. Uh, the debate has perplexed our great philosophers for ages. Let's (laughs) settle it. The Splatoon Pokemon Special Splatfest collaboration on 11:11 at 4 p.m. PT is going to be water, fire, or grass type. Um, and the only thing I have to ask you guys is, uh, one by one, Christy, you first, water, grass, or fire? Hey, it should be electric. That's not an option in the Splatfest. <laughs> well, clearly it's gonna be grass. I'm choosing chaos because Brandon wants to do fire, so chaos it is. Yes, I'm going to burn her with her fi- with her own fires of chaos. Mm, uh, Gabe, oh, uh, which one are you picking? Which one I'm would you pick, go with fire. Yeah, Brandon, I changed the order yourself. Yeah, I love you, Gabe! I don't even you know why to do chaos? I mean, I would do grass, so... Who? I mean, if I would do sounds grass, like a, but like... Sounds like a 2v2. Hold on, look, well, look this, way, yeah. this way, Jarrell. No. I got the fire Come on, uh, try so to take a screenshot. I don't know which way you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. My bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, oh, Santa Monica yeah. Studios has revealed that God of War Ragnarok has gone gold. Yay! <laughs> um, and uh, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden now have a release for modern platforms. The release date is going to be January 19th, 2023. Another chance for me to play Persona 4 Golden yet again. Um, so... I'm so mixed about these dates because, yay, they're coming out real soon, but also, oh no, it's coming out right next to Fire Emblem Engage. You know you don't have to buy them all at the same time. Or I, sh- I, I, I do yeah, not, do. and I will prob- I'll probably buy... <laughs> Just kidding. At launch, <laughs> yes, I'll, you do. At launch, I'll probably buy P3, even if I won't play it right away, just because I want to have it on the Switch ready to go when I'm actually ready. Because when that urge hits, I need to be ready. That's that's why I buy games. That's why I usually buy games when they come out. That's also true, but yeah, like... (laughs) Yeah, that's true. We all love spending money. It's totally fine. Uh, So Valve accidentally included the logo for a popular Nintendo Switch emulator called Yuzu in a recent promo trailer for the Steam Deck, unwittingly calling attention to its popular use as an emulation platform. Yikes. Who made that mistake? Oh, no, um, you can oh, use the better emulator because Yuzu sucks. Since you brought up the Steam Deck, may I bring up something real quick? Please. So when I was at the uh, on on the wedding day itself, when I was with the groomsmen hanging out in the uh, the, the house that got rented out for us, a friend of mine showed off his uh, Steam Deck because he has one. So I got to hold one for the first time, and I got to uh, he let me play a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy One Pixel Remaster on the Steam Deck for a little bit. Now, I I have, now I have now I, I thought it was a very good device, and now I have gone on record 
on this podcast saying, oh, the Steam Deck, I really don't need it. I, I, I got the Switch. Um, needs it. I have gone from I don't need it to I may need it. And that is not a hard, like, I'm going to get it, like, immediately as soon as it becomes available. But now that I've actually had a chance to hold it and, like, look through it, I'm like, okay, this is a pretty cool device. There's probably some niche here. I might get one down the line. No hard well, commitments, but... I have but... news for you. What is that? What is the news, Drew? It was a news piece that I get to segue into right now, which is that uh, the Steam Deck is no longer on back order. You can now just buy one and get it. Sweet. I'm glad that it's they've finally at that point. They've completely caught it up. Um, yeah, they've completely caught up. So you can now just purchase one and have it delivered as normal. Um, I will. I, I too, have had a change of heart on the Steam Deck. I love it now. Is it because I'm playing Final Fantasy VII Remake on it? Yes, that is literally the only reason that my mind has changed. <laughs> because that game is great on Steam Deck! It's great on Steam Deck. It's great oh, on Steam really? Deck. Steam I does, love it. Steam. I've been having such a good time. Oh, no. Steam it, does what Nintendo don't. Yes, exactly. Um, Overwatch Two, lots of Overwatch Two stuff happened because it was just broken, broken game. Um, the they had an auto purchase bug. Um, the issue was fixed. However, Blizzard was not issuing refunds for that. They need the money. You said. They probably need the money. money. No, they don't. They don't need no money. No, they need to stop taking money from people. They really um, do. They also, uh, Atlas announced that there's a Persona 5 Royal cooperative card game that's being developed in partnership with Pandasaurus Games. That's a thing that I'm totally going to be looking into now that I'm into Pokemon. Um, yes. I talked about Call of Duty. Um, they, uh, let's talk a little bit about Scarlet and Violet. Um, we got a trailer today. No, first, let's talk about Blade. The Marvel movie I was oh, looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Blade, yes. It is reportedly yeah. shutting down the Blade movie for now, temporarily. Um, so we're just going to push that off because, you know, black people can't never have nothing. Um, although, I'm sorry. You guys want to talk about Blade being pushed back? I, I do want to talk about it a little bit because... Oh boy, there was some bad press going on for that movie for a while about how like uh, Mahershala Ali was like frustrated with the process, how the script wasn't coming together, there's reshoots happening a plenty, and I was starting to get worried about this movie. So I'll be completely honest, the fact that it is getting delayed it makes me feel so much better because like I don't want this movie to be bad. I love Mahershala Ali and I love Blade. I love both of these things. So for that for that movie to be bad would be a tragedy. So I yeah. So if if, if taking their time like it's the same thing with games. If taking their time They're not taking any time. They don't have a director. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so take your take your time to, to get fair, a director. Though, yeah, to be fair though, at least you know the director left and then they didn't just throw on some random other Marvel director. As of yet. As there, of yet. There I I You're there's all a I am, but you know what? I'm I'm choosing to be optimistic. Where for a while I could only be pessimistic after hearing all the bad press. After bad press would solve the pre-production of this movie. So for once, I have some hope for this movie. So I'm gonna hold on to that until I hear otherwise. Angela Lansbury passed away, and I was sad. I loved her. That also it was disappointing. Me. It was depressing. It was sad day. And then I like talked to somebody who didn't even know her name, and I was like, <gasps> "Get out of my life." Um, yeah, so Pokemon Scarlet and Violet video uh, trailer came out today. Uh, 
featuring a new trainer. Uh, we got the reveal of uh, the elect uh, electric type trainer. Um, she is a a uh, streamer. Uh, uh, is that the official title? Streamer. Yeah, she's influencer. Influencer, yes. Influencer is what they call her. We've got the like second Pokemon influencer in Pokemon. Yeah, and, after um, Raihan. Yeah, Raihan. after Raihan. Yeah, second second Pokemon influencer. And um, I did want to bring this up because I love that Pokemon. There are two things I love about this. And then if you guys want to talk about it, please feel free. Um, one of them is that I love when Pokemon becomes more modern. And this was just like the most cutesy over-the-top influencer type thing i've ever seen and I, I fell for it completely i'm in love with her she's the best character nobody can tell me otherwise i love um, how much and... clickbait it was yeah yeah uh, what clickbait ah yes yes so that's the <laughs> yes the fact that this influencer was a total clickbait for pokemon i was like this is so on profile i love this i too am a clickbaiter Come to my OnlyFans and you will see what I'm talking about. Um, and so you're enjoying money, your OnlyFans link, right? Yeah, and the money for that is actually going into HP Critical. So nice. come support your boy. Um, yeah, also, <laughs> she is... Uh, I, I really like the way that they decided to reveal this Pokemon. I know the Pokemon has not officially been revealed yet, but what a fun way to reveal a brand new Pokemon, I thought. I was like, this is so much better than, you know, a stream of just showing me this Pokemon. Like, hey, let's all play Who's That Pokemon from the anime with this Who's brand new streamer Pokemon? girl, and she's super excited. And it's wonderful! And now the best part also about this is that I, I, I mean, I haven't seen it being as big as, you know, maybe they would want it to, but there are now conversations of what this new Pokemon can be, and that's the 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 thing that you want before your game comes out is for people to talk about it, obviously. And so now we've got this nice little, you know, moment of what could this Pokemon be? Is it a regional variation? Um, you know, what are we going to get? When's the next one? When is this girl going to reveal the trailer? Also, she's so freaking adorable and I love her and I'm done. I love her design so much. Um, yeah, so any, any thoughts on that before I move on? I love her design. They should do it more often. These type of reveals. I thought it was so cute. Um, <clears throat> it's it was interesting. It was it's it's unique. It's very modern, like you said. But uh, I just want to see the new Pokemon. That's kind of where I'm at. He's a fucking <laughs> new character. I want a new fucking Pokemon. They just showed a new Pokemon in the last trailer. No, show another one. Eventually. I'm like going to okay anyway disney has confirmed a slew of new dates for mcu movies including um the untitled deadpool movie for november 8th 2024 fantastic four february 14 2025 avengers secret wars may 1st 2026 and more um and dune part two is also coming out sooner as well um for anyone who cares about those uh, uh i have a story about dune okay um, an off podcast story about Dune. That Ooh, may have I see. Uh, uh, also, Sony paid. Uh huh. Wait, what happened? I don't know. I heard a Wiggle lot of things. What are y'all saying? <laughs> like, I don't know what? what's happening right now. I can't hear anything you guys are saying. All right, well, Sony paid $3.5 million to put Ark Survival Evolved on PlayStation Plus for one month. While Microsoft paid $2.5 million and put it on Game Pass for six months. This is from IGN.com. 
written by Ryan Dinsdale. He'd be writing a lot of news over there at IGN. Good job, Ryan. Yeah, they paid $3.5 million to put Ark Survival on PlayStation Plus for one month, while Microsoft paid $2.5 million to put it on Xbox Game Pass for six months. Um, they found out via Kotaku reporter Ethan Gack uh, with a filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission by Snail Games USA, the parent company of Ark developer studio Wildcard. They revealed the values paid by each company to feature the game in their free games lineup. Um, Ark appeared on PlayStation Plus in March of 2022 and was therefore free for subscribers in a five-week period ranging from March 1st to April 4th, a deal that Sony paid $3.5 million for. Um, and neither Sony or the developers involved have previously revealed how much these deals go through for, and while this could be a complete outlier and not representative of a standard agreement, it's the first insight into the financial backend of PlayStation Plus that we had since it began in 2010. Microsoft, on the other hand, had reached an agreement to feature Arc on Xbox Game Pass for three years starting in 2019. Extending the deal later, the filing revealed that it paid $2.5 million to feature Arc on Xbox Game Pass until January 30th, 2022. Um, looking forward, Microsoft also paid $2.3 million to guarantee that Arc 2 would be featured on Xbox Game Pass for three years after it's released next year. Um, I brought this up specifically because, one, yes, this is, like, one of the first times that we get to see behind the curtains of how much these companies are putting out to get these games up on their services. I had no idea that they had paid $3 million to get, $3.5 million to get ARC on Game Pass for a month. But I also feel like that's kind of misleading because if you are a, a not Game Pass, uh, PlayStation Plus, if you're a PlayStation Plus member and you download the game, you have the game for as long as you're a PlayStation Plus member, correct? That's correct. No. You, huh? I, th I think you keep it even after you're not a PlayStation Plus member. Even better. Whereas on Game Pass, once it rotates out after that three months, you can't play it anymore, correct? Don't think so. Yes. Isn't that what happened with someone in our JRPG podcast? Uh, yes, for Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, he can't play it anymore on Game Pass because it was removed. So even though PlayStation paid, you know, a million dollars more or whatever it was, they I feel like they got the better deal here. Because well, at least PlayStation Gamers got the better deal here because we get to keep that game for as long as we want. Whereas on Game Pass, you know, they paid less, but I mean it's only a it's only a three month I I mean it's yeah, it's only the three months. Why they paid more. Okay, I I was wrong, it appears. Once your mm -hmm. PlayStation Plus subscription ends, content you previously downloaded at no cost as part of the subscription, such as monthly games, will no longer be available. Mm, okay, mm. so it is what I thought. I, okay. So as long as you're a PlayStation Plus member, you do get to keep those games. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I mean, yeah, that just seems like the better deal here. Uh, but what do you think about seeing how much money is being spent on getting these games for free for uh, uh, subscribers? It's quite the so investment. This is yeah, so this is PlayStation and Microsoft paying them for the game, yes. right? Okay, mm -hmm. I mean this has answered one of our ever arguing points in this podcast over how do these developers get paid when their games go free. Mm -hmm. Makes sense now. So it's it's cool to see that it's them paying them and not like, hey, we'll pay you this amount of money to put our game on Game Pass or is the free monthly game. It's cool that it's the other way around. Yeah, and I mean it makes sense for PlayStation to have to pay more because 
they get to keep the game <laughs> like yeah. uh, play. get to essentially keep the game longer um but i mean also at the same time you do want to pay for uh, one of the reasons i assume that you want to pay out for these games is because you want not only do you want your customers to feel the value of uh, the service that they're paying for including playstation plus and xbox game pass but at the same time these developers are also going to want people to enjoy their games play them get them out there enjoy them and look forward to the sequel so that they go buy the sequel when it comes out which is a big deal mm-hmm. um and it, uh, it's very interesting that i think i said xbox was the one that um gets the sequel on uh first to game pass because i don't see them i, I guess looking at this i don't see how microsoft is going to be or how arc survival is going to be making the money from microsoft here i mean yeah you get paid up front but like i feel like in the in the long run, you would make more money off of PlayStation with your sequel than you would for... Oh, no, I guess you wouldn't, because at a three-month rotation on Game Pass, once it goes out, if you really like that game, then you would still have to go buy it. Whereas on PlayStation, you would just always have it, so never mind. Yeah. Talk myself out of that one before I sounded dumb. <laughs> um, anybody watch uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners? No. No. Sorry. I want to play the game more before I watch their show. Uh, okay. uh, so there's a triple-A D&D game coming from the Dark Alliance Studios. Developer also gets a, na- a new name, Invoke Studios. That's from Polygon. Um, looking forward to that one. Uh, we got some Cartoon Network news. Uh, but before that, the PlayStation Plus, since we were talking about PlayStation, the PlayStation Plus uh, catalog, game catalog lineup for October has been revealed. We are looking at Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the definitive edition, Dragon Quest IX S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm so happy that I never bought Dragon Quest 9 because now I get to get it for free. Dragon Quest 11. I was this close to buying it. Whatever. No, I'm not sorry. whatever. Learn how to read the Roman numerals. Did I say 11 the first time? No, you said 9 both times. I said 9 both times? <laughs> okay. Uh, Dragon <laughs> Quest 11 S. Dragon Quest 11 S. Echoes of an Elusive Age. I apologize. Uh, the def- Let me say it right. Dragon Quest 11 s echoes of an elusive age definitive edition will be uh the uh ps plus game for october um you know that really basic uh dragon quest game that feels like a baby's first jrpg um you mean the one that uh made final fantasy possible yeah go ahead no no because final fantasy came after Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, I thought you were talking about the entire series. Wrong. Wrong. Better than Wrong. We all know that's a lie, and I'm no. not gonna do this with you because we Wiggler all know that's a lie. lie. No. Huh? Wiggler is a lie. Uh, yeah, Wiggler is like, a lie. Wiggler needs know, to disappear. I legitimately don't even know why I'm arguing with a Wiggler. That's racist. That's my fault. <laughs> what have I done? Now the podcast can't go out. <laughs> oh, yes, it can. I don't care. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto Vice City uh, is the PS4 and PS5 game, the Definitive Edition. Uh, Dragon Quest XI S Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition is the PS4 game. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey is also on there, along with Dragon Quest Builders, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Dragon Quest Heroes of the World Trees Woe and the Blight Below, Dragon Quest Heroes 2 Explorers Edition, 
These are all if you are on the higher tiers of uh, the PlayStation. Yeah, I was going to ask. I was like, we're getting all that? But then I remembered we got tiers. Only if you're cool. Uh, inside, uh, the medium is the PS5 game. Uh, Naruto, Toboruto, Shinobi, Striker, uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles China, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Hohokum, um, uh, Yakuza 3 Remastered, if you're in the Plus Premium Classics, and Yakuza 4 Remastered, Yakuza 5 Remastered, Limbo, Ultra Street Fighter 4, Castlevania, Lord of Shadows, Everyday Shooter. That's a lot of games. That is a lot of games. God bless anyone who can play all of those. Like I, I envy those who have those time. I just want to stay at home and play video games all day. Like, all day. And get paid for it. Anybody play Disney Dreamlight Valley? I want to. What are y'all playing? The same shit y'all been playing for like four months? First of all, you told us that game sucked. So after you said that, I had no intention intention of even looking into the game. So stop yelling at me. It does suck. And also all the games I've been wanting to play keep getting delayed. That's true. 2022 was supposed to be games year and then it became 2023. It really was. (laughs) I got Elden Ring though, so I'm okay with that. That's true. But still. <clears throat> but also, yes, to answer your question, I have been playing the same games for the past four months. Leave me alone. It won't bother you no more. Trust me. That's why I'm going to stop asking what games I've been playing because it's always the same thing. No. Just because of that, I'm going to start Ask playing new games now. About the games. Like, I would hope so. Did you, did you buy uh, Octopath Traveler? Actually, I just finished doing that. Yes! Gabe, thank you. It only and it's downloaded. Far too long. I have it on the Steam Deck and on my computer. Nice. Uh, so CartoonBrew.com says that Cartoon Network Studios, as you know it, is gone thanks to David Zaslav. It consolidating into a single unit with Warner Bros. Animation, and this is huge news. This is also ominous sign for the future of new original Cartoon Network content. Um, uh, Warner Bros. Television Group laid off 82 scripted, unscripted, and animation employees on Tuesday and will not fill 43 more vacant positions. I mean, obviously, if they just laid off 82 people, why would they <laughs> fill 43 more vacant positions? Uh, the 125 positions represents 26% of the company's workforce across those units. However, the layoffs, which were generally expected, don't tell the whole story of what's going on at Warner Bros. Discovery's animations unit. In fact, there was an even more consequential announcement yesterday that fundamentally alters the structure of Cartoon Network Studios going forward and will have a very far-reaching impact on the projects that it produces. The company calls it part of its strategic realignment. In a company-wide memo, Chairman Channing Dungey told staff that the company plans to fully consolidate its TV animations division, merging Warner Bros. Animation and Cartoon Network Studios. Going forward, Sam Register will continue as head of WBA and CNS, as well as Hanna-Barbera Studios Europe, the latter of which will continue to operate independently from the other two. Good on them. According to the memo, all three labels will continue to exist, but perhaps more in name than in action. Both development and production at WBA and CNS will now be merged, extending on the cross-studio teams that were already in place for programming, casting, legal, and business affairs, and artist relations. This means that Cartoon Network studios no longer has any independent say on either creative or operational matters something that has never happened before in its existence this is also seems an ominous sign for the future of new original cartoon network animation wba has traditionally been a much more catalog ip driven studio while cns has been the studio that puts out original series and specials that occasionally become touchstones for generations of viewers 
Over the last decade, uh, CNS produced shows such as Uncle Grandpa, Steven Universe, Clarence, Over the Garden Wall, We Bear Bears, Craig of the Creek, Summer Camp Island, Infinity Train, and Primal, just to name a few. Conversely, WBA's lineup has been focused on catalog characters, including titles such as Batwheels, Bugs Bunny Builders, Aquaman, King of Atlantis, Teen Titans Go, Jellystone, Animaniacs, Looney Tunes Cartoons, Harley Quinn, Justice League Action, and The Tom and Jerry Show. Under boss David Zaslav, WB Discovery has expressed a desire to focus more heavily on IP across all its businesses. So now that CNS has shared uh, to share development and production resources with WBA, it's difficult to imagine a future in which the studio's original animation output can match what it has been in the past. I'm not going to read the rest of that because that was a lot, but that's from CartoonBrew.com written by Jamie Lang. Uh, the big takeaway here, obviously, is that with this, uh, we talked a little bit about the merger previously with uh, HBO and WB and all the things that were, you know, going to be missing and now um with cartoon network i think the biggest takeaway here is that they've proven that they're able to work independently and do well because a lot of the shows that i did announce um that were independent all have um, a lot of them have won awards for for uh different categories of the shows that they were in um now obviously we don't know what's going to happen but it is very scary to be an independent group that now has to cater to and work with uh a new head of studio that is focused on uh popular ips like a bunch of dc shit that i announced that they're you know working on um so we'll see what happens any thoughts on this yeah i'm gonna say their term strategic realignment they can stuff that that's the that's just their nice way of saying we fired a bunch of people because we can't afford it and no i'm sorry let me not even defend them they can't afford it it's yeah just, they're, they're, <laughs> like they're just restructuring their business so they can like make a the, justify not paying people so they just got rid of them it's awful it's awful but beyond the humanitarian side of it just talking about the creative side of it um that's very depressing if i'm being perfectly honest because you know like you said, with Cartoon Network Studios being what it has been for the last 20 years, it had a lot of um, independence in order to create these <clears throat> original programmings that, like you said, I think you said it best, that have been a touchstone for many generations. We've all grown up with our own Cartoon Network shows, and kids these days are growing up with theirs. They all have their own different merits, and I would even argue that some of the modern Cartoon Network shows, while a lot of them may not be for me personally, I think occasionally do manage to do some like powerful... Uh, messages in here and there or just like touch it in a different way i know i love adventure I, I enjoy adventure time and i really love regular show and those came out within the last decade so you know there, there there's there's some quality no matter what generation cartoon Network you look at even if it's not personally for you so the fact that like you said it's now going to be like catering to uh the whims of like existing ips and a lot less original programming it's it's it does it does play to uh, paint a bleak future for uh, what Cartoon Network shows will have because I've quite enjoyed his creativity and uh, I'd hate to see it go but we'll see what happens. I think the the most disappointing thing to me personally about this is just that so many people have gotten opportunities through Cartoon Network for their shows like Steven Universe and Craig of the Creek like those shows couldn't have been made anywhere else and these are diverse people they're uh women they're by poc that have been giving a chance given a chance to represent themselves in a platform that they're not always seen like those are like those two shows are, are very diverse um just within themselves uh and just knowing that um we're going to be going back to a bunch of oh let's focus on dc again because y'all do so well with dc now wb yeah for sure mm -hmm. i saw those previews for what is that game gotham knights i saw i saw what was going on there i read those previews but you know 
y'all do y'all do whatever you want with your licenses. Um, yeah, but it, I think that's probably the most disappointing thing to me. It's just it just seems like so many people who would have gotten opportunities through Cartoon Network to bring diverse shows are going to be having issues to do so going forward. So yeah, not a fan, not a fan, not a good time. Gabriel Christie, anything on this one? Nah, it's just that Warner Brothers is wild. Yeah. It's a wild place to be. It's a wild world we live in. Um, so there was some... Uh, I'm gonna talk about the Mario Super Mario Bros. trailer. Yay. Um, but first, a few more things. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously with Overwatch 2, D.Va has once again shot to the top of Pornhub, Pornhub searches. <laughs> I think... I think that she's finally of legal age. Because Overwatch 2 does happen a few years after the original. Now, I'm not here to say anything else about this, actually, before I... <laughs> Just know that Overwatch 2's diva is up there on, on porn searches one, mm-hmm. once again. She has reclaimed her throne as the, uh, the uh, Overwatch porn searched, uh, most searched Overwatch 2 character. Um, yeah, but I mean, hopefully she's old enough now to be on porn because, you know... If not, a lot of y'all are going to jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why is that funny? They are going to jail. Uh, uh, yeah, so the, there was an article that revealed that the drowning death of Yu-Gi-Oh!'s creator, Kazuki Takahashi, happened while he was attempting to save someone from a deadly rip current. He was a hero. Um, this is a tweet from Daniel Dockery. Um, anything on that? I, I think I will. I think oh. we can all say that we would like to give our respects to that wonderful man trying to save somebody's life. Absolutely. Always the hero. Uh, ab- absolutely. Like, all, like I don't have too much more to add to that. Um, I just wanted that to be be out there because it was already a tragedy when the, when he passed, and to know that he was uh, doing it to try to save a life. That's you know, you can't. I, I can't. I can. I thought I couldn't respect the guy more, but there it is. So, yeah, rest in peace, man. Has anybody seen the beautiful and amazing film, Belle? The animated film? I have not. Y'all, like, what do y'all do with your time? I am going to have a... Is there a way that we can, like, watch a movie together? Because we're going to watch this movie yes. together, and then you guys are going to cry. Yeah. There, are, there, are, there, are way, there are ways, Jerome. Well, I was sick for a while, so there's that. That means I just watch the same movies over and over again. It's Halloween. That I, is the problem. With it you. is Halloween. So like, 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 Gabe, I've been seeing that list you've been putting on Twitter about these horror, these these Halloween themed movies you've been watching. I haven't been watching nearly as much as you, but I've been I've been dabbling in a few Halloween movies here and there. I, I saw Hall- all of the tweets. More about video game stuff. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, well, I can't because I play the same games over and over again. That's the problem because I literally my my Twitter is just like game journalist stuff. So if you don't tweet about games, it doesn't show up on my Twitter. Like just write, write a tweet and then just write like hashtag smash, and then I bet I'll see it. Probably true. Doesn't even, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't even have to be. Oh no! Uh, you, I didn't mean. You might that. you might get the wrong hashtag with that one. You know what? I didn't mean. Anyway, I can't even talk about the movie because none of you have seen it, so I'll just move on. I was about to say, there's also Wiglet. You can always tag it as Wiglet and Jerome. I will block the I will block Wiglet like, as a term on Twitter. So you could, but I I still won't see it. That's so disgusting. I like who who okayed that Pokemon? 
someone who watched nature. It's a garden eel. Y'all got this dirty minds. No, it's minds. not. It's not yes, a garden eel. Yes, I'm not even talking about anything dirty. It's ugly. It's literally the garden eel Pokemon. I'm not talking about anything dirty. I'm talking about it's ugly. No. So, I, listen. So girl hates garden eels. I mean, I mean, that, no, I mean that's fair. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. This thing, this garden eel, is not Wiglet. They don't look alike. Yeah, Wiglet looks not cuter. I said it. Yes, Wiggly looks cute. Not a regular garniel. Brandon. Yes. What's up? Are you going to put Wiglet on your team in Pokemon? You know, I am strongly considering it. In fact. <laughs> Bro, please battle me with the Wiglet. Please battle me. Why would with I battle? Why would I battle you with the Wiglet when it will inevitably it when, it, when it would inevitably evolve into something? I'm curious to see what it evolves into. I hope it just stays nasty. For its whole life, I, I, I want. I have to know because there's. I. I. It, it could. More because but I, involved in but anything. I don't expect it to though. This is based on, loosely based on Diglett, so it, it will probably. See, the obvious answer is Wug Trio, but I don't think that's going to be a thing because ah. they, 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 they be, uh, they be <laughs> Gen 8 subverted my expectations. Y'all remember when we saw the Galarian Meowth and we all thought for a ah, second, what Perserker? That's where I'm going with this. Like, we all thought, okay, what does the Galarian Persian look like? And then it evolved into a different Pokemon entirely. And I it thought that, good. and I thought, I thought, no, well, it's looks aside, I still thought it was like the coolest thing <laughs> that it wasn't a Persian that it became into, but a different Pokemon entirely. That was a cool surprise. Okay, but, but, okay, 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 Brandon. I will, I will, I will level with you here. Okay. Perserker became whatever the derpy face looking one was called, because I don't remember. But I mean, Perserker was not Meowth. So, like, this Wiglet is not Diglett, so it's going to become probably something else. That's, that's exactly my point. Like, it's it's not Diglett, so it will become something else. So it's not going to become what I just joked, the Wug Trio. It's going to be something no, but, else entirely. But that Persian was literally just a Persian, derpy-looking Persian. Like, it, like it literally was the same thing, though. You're talking about the Alolan Persian, but there is no... Yeah. My point is, there was no Galarian Persian. It instead... Galarian... So who says there's gonna be a Paldean, um, Doug Trio? I didn't say that. In fact, I don't think that will happen, is what I'm saying. I don't... I know you're I, saying I... that it's gonna evolve, but even your own, like, your own logic would say that it doesn't evolve into anything because Galarian Perserker I... didn't evolve into I didn't anything. Say did I didn't say Perserker evolved. I said Galarian Meowth evolved into Perserker instead of a Persian, which is what we probably... Which at least is what I thought. So I what see what you're saying. So so Wiglet will not become a Dugtria-like Pokemon. It'll probably become something else entirely, and that's what I'm curious to see. I see what you're saying. My bad. I understand now. Cool. I hope it gets not ugly. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I will. I will evolve it and find out. <laughs> Bruh, all these Pokemon are so not cute. Cloth is so ugly. I don't want no damn turtle-looking hairy-ass shit. I don't want that. Oh, oh my god. I, I, I mean, I don't. I already said it. Yeah. Like I'll just beep out all the bad words. I don't want it. It's ugly. I will not. <laughs> I will not. Um, not not funny news. Um, Adriana Chechik Chechik Chechik. Mm -hmm. Adriana Chechik broke her back in um, two places, um, and uh, had to get a metal rod put in, or has to. I don't know if she's had the surgery yet. Um, 
Yeah, she was at TwitchCon. And, oh yeah, she's going to have to get a metal rod put in for support for her back. She was at TwitchCon, and she... Um, they have this pit, like, a, they have a pit with little foam cubes in it, and then you have to, like, what are those things called? The big wiglets that you hit each other with? Oh, the, uh, uh, the noodles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, uh, they, uh, no, no, like, they're not, they're not, they're I, not. I, it's funny, because I know exactly what you're talking about, but I also don't Yeah, know but I don't know the name. This has been... The most y'all can't help me podcast that we've ever had. Every time I'm like, have you guys seen this? Have you guys yeah. played this? Have you guys seen this? It's just been that. Have y'all seen what I told my coworkers this morning? I couldn't remember what a stoplight was called. So I was like describing <laughs> it and I was like, oh, stop and go light. And they're like, oh, God. Fair I think point. I, I think that's cute. I'm it probably going to start using that occasionally because I thought, I thought it was cool. <laughs> It is late. I won't judge you guys too much. Um, whatever. We'll call them pool noodles. They, you fight with them, and um, you push each other off uh, uh, into the foam pit. Um, she jumped into the foam pit, assuming that, you know, there would be a soft landing, and she fell on her, it looked like her tailbone, and broke her back in two places and needs a metal rod to be put in it. Um, and she was not the only person who hurt herself in this Twitch foam pit. Um, uh, uh, someone else dislocated their knee um oh so gosh. I, yeah there were at least i think i saw at least <laughs> three people that got hurt in um this uh twitch pool uh and it is it's not like minor injuries either like this i can't imagine breaking my back in front of everybody at twitchcon and like, imagine dislocating my knee yeah yeah, a lot of bad things happen. Um, there, there are two things I want to say about this. One of them was Dextero um, put out a tweet about this, and I want to call them out for being disgusting dickheads about it. Um, because their tweet read, Former porn star Adriana Chechik gets her, black, her back blown out, this time by a hard floor at TwitchCon. Confirmed broken in two places. She's confirmed she's getting a metal rod put in for support now. There is a world in which this can be funny, but it is not when someone literally broke their back in two places. Gabe, don't fucking laugh. Um, it, it just, like, it comes off so sexist and entitled. Like, if, if she was not a, like... There are classier ways to do this, is what I will say. Um, and yeah. I was very upset and disappointed when I read that, because, like... Like, she, she seriously injured herself. If it was, like, a scrape or something, or if it wasn't something that serious, then sure, make a joke about it. I'm sure nobody would care. But, like, if I broke my back in two places, I'm already embarrassed. You I need a metal, metal rod. rod put in. And then I go on Twitter, and y'all talk about my back being blown out. Like, fuck you. I would sue the shit out of them, and I hope she does. Um... The other thing is how y'all let people do this. Like, I, I, I really don't understand how any of this happened. Uh, because there was a concrete floor underneath that padding. If you know that there's concrete floor underneath this, why are you even have people fighting each other with big pool noodles in the middle of this? Like, all of this seems like it shouldn't have happened. But, like, what can I say? It's Twitch. Um, there was... They also sign liability waivers as well, too, supposedly. And you're like, whenever they sign, they make you sign that, you should probably inspect. Yeah, so that's actually what I was just about to say. Um, there was a tweet that said people had to sign a waiver acknowledging the possibility of physical harm or damage 
to phones, for example, and also that they were okay with being appearing on stream. And uh, supposedly, this is uh, this was Intel slash Lenovo who ha- were in charge of this pit, and it, it had been unclear whether they were going to be footing the bill for the people who had been injured. Um, there had, as I mentioned, been at least three people that I saw. Um, they did eventually close off the. I mean, obviously, no, but they did you. eventually no, close off. Only took three people. Um, yeah, at at the least, like that's all I yeah, know. Yeah, we don't even know about like, everyone else. Yeah, um, but they did eventually close it off, and uh, yeah, TwitchCon just keeps being a place I don't want to find myself. Um, yeah, there was a Lost Kingdom Hearts pilot animatic that had been released. Mm-hmm. I saw that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Kingdom Hearts people to say something. <laughs> like, I didn't uh, see that. Just... There oh. might be a separate podcast episode. It that, was, it was I, I, definitely something. It was definitely something. It was, it was. I can see why Square didn't approve of it. And why Disney made it. No, I think it would have been... I think if it had picked up, I think it would have been pretty fun. Um, but knowing Kingdom Hearts how it is now, that was definitely more on the Disney fun side of things. That, the way, best way I liken it to is I think if it had gotten picked up for like a full series... I probably it probably would have had about the same amount of uh, levity slash action as say I don't know if you guys have ever watched the show American Dragon Jake Long that's kind of where I where I see it where it had a decent amount of story to it I think I think that's probably the best comparison it had just enough Disney comedy it had just enough action and just enough plot I think that's where the Kingdom Hearts pilot uh, cartoon could have potentially found itself in that balance so would have loved to see that actually. Now that now that now that the words have left my mouth, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it. Uh, I saw it and I thought, ooh, ooh, I see why this was canned. Um, so much. It's not even that it was bad. I like I don't even think it was bad. I just think it was very much like how do you, how do you attempt to put the entire Kingdom Hearts story into a into a like an animated series? Well, you don't. The answer well, is you don't. You well, just here, like. I, I want to say two things in response to that. One, um, well, actually, one only one thing in response to that is that again, I think when this animated series was being produced, it was just Kingdom Hearts one. Like it's 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 easy to say now that oh man, you can't do the whole series in like a show. That's too much or in a comic, whatever. But if you're going by just one. It's it's doable in like a, I don't know how many episodes would have but it's doable now <laughs> with as many Kingdom Hearts games there are and how um, many different directions the story has gone at this point uh, it'd be a lot more difficult not impossible but a significantly more difficult. I well, think even with the right one, mm-hmm. I was about to say I think under the right team it could do well. However, there are some issues I can see with a pilot. Which is the reason why I got canned. I gotta say, one thing I really liked about the pilot was <laughs> that scene in Agrabah where Sora, Donald, where Sora is introducing Donald and Goofy to Riku, and Goofy's like, hey, "No, I'm Goofy." And Riku's like, hey, "You sure are." I just like <laughs> laugh. I laughed out loud. <laughs> All right, so I ain't gonna lie, I turned it off. I was like, "This ain't, this ain't it." I ain't watched the whole thing. Uh, but even if you did do the first, um, just the first game, and even if this was produced during the first game, it still was not like there was that that it literally was like, "Oh, there are so many worlds. Um, imagine if there was someone. They're all in danger from the Heartless. Imagine if there was someone who could save it." And then it's like, "Hey, I'm Sora," and then it was just like. 
Oh, look at us. We're friends on the island. And then he wakes up and he's like gone. And I was like, what? And he was like, oh, yeah, no, they've already attacked. Oh, he's looking for his friends. Oh, oh, all of this has already happened. Oh, my God, we're in Agrabah. So I think I was like, so I, 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 I thought I thought about that, too. I think despite it being labeled as a pilot, I think this is more of a proof of concept. Like, what's the series yeah, going to sure. be about? Like, like, so and, and it's, it's it's pretty much an anime, an anime, animated adaptation of what Kingdom Hearts was with just uh, a few liberties taken, like and stuff. And I think, I think if it if it got picked up properly, it would have uh, started just how the game was with you know the whole Disney Islands thing, Disney Castle, blah blah blah, and then go linear. But I think they did it because they want. Because they didn't want the because they if if you're presenting a pilot of a show that's ostensibly about to be like going to different Disney worlds, you don't want the first episode to have like nothing Disney. So you want to have like show a little bit of what the premise is, then just go right into a Disney world and show where the story's going. So I think for showing what the show they wanted the show to be, I think at least it did that much. Well, I was reading through some of the comments, and it turns out that Disney wanted Maleficent to be the main villain instead of Ansem, Seeker of Darkness. And that's, like, one of the biggest reasons why Square ultimately said no. But what, but, but do we know if it would have stayed that way? Because Kingdom Hearts 1, Maleficent was the main villain for, like, 90% of that story until Ansem revealed himself. So I, I don't think it's impossible that they could have eventually just gone that route eventually even if they presented it as... It could have been miscommunications. Like, yeah, Maleficent's the main villain. What What do you mean you said no, Square? But Maleficent was the main villain of that game! You know? Uh, are you okay? <laughs> Wait, what? Are you okay? <laughs> Me? Yeah, you just, like, look zoned out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I am not zoned out. I just... I was gonna say, I want to one day have a conversation about Final Fantasy VII Remake like this, because y'all are going in. And I was just like, I was gonna say why I felt like it wasn't a good pilot at all, but I'm gonna just stop because Brandon is going to <laughs> counterpoint everything I say never mind. Well, my biggest issue is that for the pilot, they place so much emphasis on Sora being the hero, when in actuality he never really, like, Sure, he is the main hero. He's the main protagonist of Kingdom Hearts. However, it was it was a role that he just found himself to be part of. His main journey then, is to find his friends. And yeah. the entire time they kept pushing, saying, oh, yeah, well, each world has a hero, blah, 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 blah. And then you jump right into where Sora, he already has a keyblade while on Destiny Islands. And there's... It's a lot of extreme liberties, which is the reason why I can see why Square didn't agree with it. But I gotta be honest, the liberties is what I really like. Here it goes. Told you. The liberties is what I liked about it. Because, like, Jafar is about to quote the Aladdin line. He's like, I'm going to find the diamond. And the like, okay, you're done. It's like, but but I was fine. And then just kicked him out the door. She just sent Jafar out. She just she just Among Us style ejected Jafar out the airlock before he could finish the Aladdin line. I was like, this is great. What are y'all talking about? But even then, it's like in the if you play the game with anybody plays the game, they'd be like, What the heck just happened? Because throughout the entire game, they're all basically cooperating. Yep. But they don't like each other. So I it really that was just fine. didn't make sense. Um, like it, it just didn't make sense to me. There was a lot of just like, and Sora literally, Mickey's like, go find the guy, 
And they're like, this is him. And he's just like, Bet. I'm just looking for my friends, bro. No, he literally is like, I'm just looking for my friends. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't even want to help y'all. Like, yeah. that's literally how he is in the beginning. That was funny. And then Riku is also just like, I'm just looking for my friends, bro. Like, I don't know what's going on. And the whole show was just like, we don't know what's going on. We're in Disney World. Like, who knows exactly. what's and it just didn't it just didn't flow well for me and i understand even if like even if that was presented to me as a concept i would be like yo even if it's just based on the first game there is way too much context that is not here that is not outlined that's not gonna work like there, there it just it just wouldn't work uh, that's just my opinion like it just it just wouldn't work um but speaking of animated things let's end this bad boy with uh, a wonderful conversation on the super mario bros trailer have all of you seen the trailer yeah yep. Christy, you saw it? It would cause chaos, but it's like, Jarrell would kick me out. No, girl! I mean, you don't even know what I'm gonna say about the uh, about the trailer. No, I saw it. Okay, um, so, um, let's talk about it. Uh, There's no Yoshi. Trash. <laughs> Complete trash, no Yoshi. How dare they? Yoshi's a main character. Complete trash, utter trash. Y'all heard it here first. Trailer, utter trash. I ain't say it, Christy said it. <laughs> Yep, it's true. No Yoshi. Unwatchable. Oh. Completely unwatchable. Oh my god. Completely no unwatchable. Yoshi. Who no made Yoshi. this trailer? Well, y'all know how Christy feels. What about you guys? <laughs> um I was I was I was actually pretty impressed by the trailer, I'm not gonna lie. Uh first off, I really like the animation style of it. It is gorgeous. Every like all the frames were, were gorgeous. Um, it so starts back for the revenge. What's that now? Penguins came Penguins back for their revenge. Revenge, yeah, no, they they they're tired of all y'all throwing those clips of like the penguin off the edge, and they said they chose violence. <laughs> I love that they <laughs> threw all those snowballs, and he was like, "That is just a taste of our power." <laughs> this is great. That so I I think I that generally made me laugh. So it gives me hope for the comedy of this movie. Um, but no, Jack Black is doing really good as Bowser. Like in most, in, like he said about what was it, three or four lines? I say oh, of, of those four lines that he said, only one of them, to me at least, sounded like his natural voice. Where the rest of them, he really feels like he's becoming Bowser, which is something that I appreciate. Um, I like that. Kamek looks great. Um, then we get to the part with Mario. First of all, Keegan Michael Key as Toad is great. <laughs> like I, I love it. He really was the best part. I really I, like that I little mean. like that little line like no I freaking love Kia's toe it was it was great and now I'm wondering some people are saying is Key gonna voice every toad or is he only gonna voice the toad and part of me wants him to voice every toad because I think that'd be hilarious but I don't know um, and then we get to Chris Pratt as Mario um, I've had time to mull it over uh, I wasn't initially impressed because it really did just sound kind of like his voice. And I had to, like, listen to his second line a few times to even hear, like, the Brooklyn accent that he's trying to put for Mario. And I'm just like, eh. But ultimately, I think, I, I think I'll think i grow to warm up to it in the end once I hear more of it. Because I think with that second line, he is trying to do something with Mario that I don't think we just got her to hear enough of. But here's the thing. Even with his voice, I wouldn't even say that's necessarily a negative thing. It's just not what I expected. Overall, the trailer impressed me a lot. I'm just excited to see how it all turns out. And, of course, that final scene with Luigi running away from the dry bones. I mean, I'm just... 
I'm just so happy. Charlie Day, like, he doesn't even, to, in my opinion at least, doesn't even need to change his voice because Charlie Day is just basically Luigi 24-7 he just talks. <laughs> so I was just like, yeah, that's fine. Just talk Charlie Day. That's fine. You're Luigi <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> Especially in a scene like that where he's just always going to be afraid. Just like the the always the always sunny scene where he's just like going to the whiteboard. Just like that, ener- that chaotic energy is just what I need for Luigi, especially when he's scared. Like, uh He's probably gonna be my favorite part of the movie. I just need to hear more of him. No, I'm I'm excited for the movie. I know it's a day one for me. I guess I'll go next. Um, <laughs> because Gabe is looking and not saying anything, so I guess this I'll go thing, next. The only thing I really liked was the toad. The voices need to grow on me, to be honest. Um. So yeah, I thought the animation was gorgeous as well. Mm-hmm. I laughed out loud as well at the penguins. Super, super adorable. I just kept saying, "Oh my god, this movie's so cute! Oh my god, this movie's so cute! Oh my god, this movie's so cute!" Which is a, a boon for me because it's like I will go see it just because it's adorable. Like it, it's super cute and it made me laugh. Um. However, uh, Tara Strong put out a lovely tweet about how upset she was about Charles Barnett not being able to uh, be voiced in this movie and um, it sucks for him and other voice actors that have spent years uh, making these characters to not be involved in any way as far as we know so boo on that 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 is not I, I, as far as we know there's not even a cameo um, there is so, a cameo like, Charles Martinet's cameo as a character in the movie has been confirmed okay I, I apologize um but um yeah it's not a it's not a great look and i i totally agree with tara strong to um just have people you know pushed out for uh hollywood clout but you know you gotta sell your movie so it is what it is um i actually feel the complete opposite of you brandon i think jack black is doing a horrible job as bowser i hated it it like sounds like he's trying too hard to be bowser to me and i think that might just be because i have i feel like we've heard bowser um be more like i i don't know like to me bowser's more gruff his voice is more deep like he sounds more like monster ish and i just hear jack black trying to be bowser every time i watch the trailer sure. and it is the worst hmm? didn't we hear bowser and wreck and ralph no 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 his voice like he there there was a scene where he was talking like the same as other people but like you didn't hear him you just heard like a chorus of other voices so no one was really trying to be Bowser. It was just a voice among a sea of other voices. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't watched Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> um, but Hi. yeah, I really didn't like Jack Black's performance at all. It really gave me like, damn, he is trying so hard to be uh, Bowser. And it it was such a turnoff for me. Like, And it sucks because Bowser looked so good. He looked so good in this movie. So yeah, the complete opposite from you. Um, also... I actually don't mind Chris Pratt. I was like, I said, and I think Gabe mentioned this, and I agreed with him, that they kind of made Mario look a certain way in this film, like animated-wise, and and I think that it just works with Chris Pratt's voice. I'm not saying he's the best, but I was like, yeah, no, I totally, I can see it. This isn't bothering me. It's totally fine. Like, I saw it, and I was like, all right, deal. I understand. It works for me. I'm okay with this. Jack Black, I was not. Chris Pratt, I was, which is crazy because I thought I was going to be the other way around because I love Jack Black. I think he's awesome. Um, And then I really thought it was going to be the other way around because as soon as Chris Pratt was 
trying to remember what the name of a Koopa was, I was like, yeah. oh my god, like, this is gonna be so bad. Like, sir, you should have practiced this before you got on camera, broski. Have all the names up on your phone ready to go before you decide to come on and say something. So I was already nervous. But yeah, I actually, I like Chris Pratt, did not like um, Jack Black. I loved Keegan-Michael Keeves, freaking hilarious, a great toad. Um, and uh, the movie looks looks fun. I hope that, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Anna Taylor, whatever. Anna Taylor. I can't I, wait to hear her peach. I love that. At, at the very least, we're all in agreement that that key as toad is amazing. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He was he was wonderful. I mean, he's great in like everything. Um, mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear her peach because I feel like that's probably also going to be a deal breaker. That's for important for you. I know if peach sounds really good. Peach. And we've heard a lot, that's the thing, we've heard a lot of Peach, we've heard a lot of Mario, we've heard some of Bowser in these games, and I think the biggest disconnect for me has just been Bowser. He just sounds so different from anything I've ever imagined. Um, but Jack Black is so excited, and I love that he's so excited, and I love he's that so he's so hyped. happy yeah. for being able to do this part, and he seems really, really into it. It's just, uh, just not for me. Um, I, Gabe? I, uh, what, real quick, um, Gabe, what, real yeah, quick, go ahead. Real quick, it's just like... I feel like, um, regardless of like and then how you personally feel about Bowser, if to me at least, I feel like he's probably gonna be a scene stealer the same way that Eggman was for the two Sonic the Hedgehog movies that came out recently. That's just how I feel. Based on that performance, I completely disagree. Based on that performance, I agree. Go ahead, Gabe. The scene stealer for me were the freaking penguins and Toad, like hundred percent. That they all outdid Bowser the whole time. After his like, like come on, you cut, you cut, you cut game off to talk to respond to me. I want to. Never mind. Go ahead. No, finish. No, I no, actually no, want to know what you're gonna say. I want to know what you were gonna say. No, it's not. Um, so to me, the trailer sucked because Link wasn't in it. Um, <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. Um, Yoshi and Link were missing. I agree. Right. Um, but one thing that. Before I go into the rest of my synopsis on it, one thing I am excited to hear is I want to hear Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Man, me too. That's that's that to me for the whole movie. That's gonna be the was it scene stealer? Like I don't know. Is Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong? Like I can envision it, but I can't at the same time. But yeah, um, because Drell mentioned it earlier when I was talking about how the movie visually looks. Um, it looks a lot better than i thought it was gonna look i don't know because it's so hard for me to imagine nintendo games as movies so i my mind couldn't focus in on what style of animation they were going to use like was it going to be very close looking to how the game looks you know to how um what was that game? a super mario 3d world looks was it going to look closer to odyssey it looks closer to neither it looks like movie animation um so it was hilarious, obviously. Uh, another thing, because I know people have been upset that Chris, Chris, Chris what was his name? I just Chris said Pratt. it like, we, no, the other guy. Chris um, Charles, Charles Martinet. Oh. I know people are upset about that stuff and like, why Why isn't the original cast vo voicing them? And it's, for my two cents, it's two different platforms. Like, I'm assuming when it comes to voice acting, there is a different style you need for video games and different style you need for, for, um, for movies so I, that's why it never really bothered me it never what? really bothered me what it's that something I looked up. it was something or something I, I was reading i don't know but Sarah Shaw would like to speak to you well 
if she's on Twitter, we can have a whole argument. That's what I'm known for on Twitter. She's done both. Um, good for her. Um, but yeah, I mean, visually, it looks like Jarrell said. It looks like a fun video. Like, I'm if anything, I'm excited to see what the Mushroom Kingdom is gonna look like in a uh, in a movie setting. Like the way they had the mushrooms colored, the way you know they had everything set up. It looked really fun. Like I can't. I like I. It's weird to say I want a game of the trailer that we've seen. If that makes any sense. <laughs> I totally um, get it because I I kind of the same way. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm really excited to hear Seth. I really hope Seth Rogen does that stupid ass laugh he does as Donkey Kong. <laughs> that's that's what I'm excited to hear. Yeah. All right. Well, it is about that time for us. Um, because we're reaching the hour and a half mark. Yes. Um. Um. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything else. Really quickly, I think I covered everything. Huh? I would totally pay for a Yoshi a movie about Yoshi and his tax evasion. (laughs) Is Yoshi gonna? I want to make. I want to. I want to make two predictions. One. That Yoshi is going to be somewhere in this movie, and that two, they're gonna make a tax evasion joke somewhere. I don't. <laughs> they should put a wiggling in this movie just so I can talk crap about it. Um, alright, I don't <laughs> think I am missing anything else. So, uh, yeah, we've reached that time. Thank you, Brandon, Christy, and Gabe. It has been. A wonderful podcast, a wonderful night. Um, and thank you for everyone who continues to listen and watch us every week. And with that, we'll see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.